That song is called She Left Her Brain at the Drive-In. It appears on the album of the same name from the band The Phantomatics. It appears on this episode of Monster Kid Radio. With their permission, I'm your host, writer, producer, Derek M. Cook. Welcome to the show. So we're going to kick off episode 100 of Monster Kid Radio with a correction from episode number 99. I hope you all will forgive me for mixing up Boris Karloff, Christopher Lee, Universal, Hammer, and about 20 years worth of filmmaking history. In the number 15 spot, we have Boris Karloff as Karis from the Universal film The Mummy. That entry actually would have been Karis, played by Christopher Lee, in the Hammer film The Mummy, not the Universal film. And that's important because, well, The Mummy might turn up in our top 10 list. Thank you for being with us for episode 100. This is a milestone episode for us. 100 episodes here at Monster Kid Radio. You know, I keep referring to what we do here at Monster Kid Radio as something that we do, as if there's a plural, as if there's more than one person here. Yeah, I'm the only guy producing the show, but there's no way we could have hit 100 episodes without you guys and gals listening in, without the special guests that we've had over the previous, well, almost year here at Monster Kid Radio. That's why I always say we and us, because it's really a joint affair. Thank you so much for being with us for 100 episodes here at Monster Kid Radio. Well, what is Monster Kid Radio? For any new listeners, or a reminder for any long-term listeners, Monster Kid Radio is the podcast devoted to the classic and sometimes not-so-classic genre cinema of yesteryear. We talk about classic monster movies, sometimes by myself, most of the time with a guest. This week, though, we're doing things a little differently. This week, we are celebrating Monster Kid Radio's top 100 movie monsters as determined by the listeners of Monster Kid Radio. For about a month, I had a live form, a Google Doc set up, where listeners could go and enter their top 10 favorite movie monsters. And we're talking silent films up through 1970. Well, in episode 99, two days ago, I went through slots 11 through 102 because, well, there were several ties. In this episode of Monster Kid Radio, we're going to go through the top 10 list and give each of them a little bit more attention. And, well, there's a tie in this group as well. But I think it's warranted. These are all great movies. You know, all the movies that everybody put on that form. Most of them are movies that I had seen. I admitted to having not seen a few of them. These are great films. And as I mentioned, I'm going to have posted on the website as well as the Facebook group, some fancy charts and bar graphs and things like that, showing all the movies that were on the list that will be coming probably sometime this weekend. Stay tuned to monsterkidradio.net for that. In the meantime, you can find other things about Monster Kid Radio at monsterkidradio.net. You can find links to our YouTube page, our Flickr album, as well as our Live 365 channel. I want to talk about the Live 365 channel here for a second. Live 365 is an internet radio station. You can find, well, all kinds of different music to listen to at Live 365. Monster Kid Radio has a Live 365 channel. Admittedly, I've not updated it in a very long time, partly because I'm spending most of my time on the podcast priorities, you know, but I would like to update the live 365 channel at some point. If anybody out there feels like they might have the time, the knowledge or the energy to help us run the live 365 channel, drop me a line. How do you do that? Well, click on the contact button at monsterkidradio.net and you can find our email address. It's monsterkidradio at gmail.com. You can also call in and leave us a voicemail at 503-479-5MKR. That's 
We actually got a voicemail from one of the listeners. Why don't I play that right about now? Hey, Brother D, this is uh, Bayou Hunter. I wanted to call and congratulate you on hitting uh, episode 100. Um, making my way back up um, to about 80 again. I, I seem to keep uh, hitting you with about 40 episodes of uh, back episodes to burn through. But I'm enjoying it still. You're doing a great job. Loving all the guests. Keep it up, man. And congratulations. I uh, hope you're doing well. Bye-bye. Hunter, my man, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for your kind words about Monster Kid Radio. Bayou Hunter's been listening to me as a podcaster for years. You heard him refer to me as Brother D, and that was my name back when I was doing Mail Order Zombie. So, Hunter, thank you for being along for the podcasting ride with me through my various podcasting projects. Thank you for your support. It's indicative of every one of the listeners of Monster Kid Radio. You guys and gals are the best podcast listeners out there. And one of you is going to win the Monster Kid Radio Top 100 Classic Movie Monsters Prize Pack. At the end of this episode, we're going to take every person who entered their top 10 favorite movie monsters on the forum. I'm going to write those names down on a slip of paper. I'm going to put them into a baseball cap that I call the Magic Lovecraft Hat. You know, I'll put a link in the show notes to what the Magic Lovecraft hat is. It's actually an old Cafe Press baseball cap that I designed years ago when Cafe Press was the only player in town, and it turns out it's still available for sale over there, so why not? There will be a link to that. Anyway, I'm going to put all the names in the Magic Lovecraft hat, draw a winner, and that person's going to win three movies. They're going to win White Zombie on Blu-ray. They're going to receive a copy of the Late Night Double Feature on DVD, as well as a copy of Robot Monster on DVD. These are all unopened and are ready to find a new home in your DVD and Blu-ray player. So stay tuned to the end of the episode for that. I'm excited. I'm so excited to get to this top 10 list. So why don't we go ahead and jump into that right after this. C-3PO, Loki, Mace Windu, Dr. Bruce Banner, Captain Rex, Venom, Princess Leia, Jean Grey, Darth Maul, Nick Fury, Grand Moff Tarkin, Captain America, Lando Calrissian, Cyclops. What do all these characters have in common? Well, two of them were played by Samuel L. Jackson. A couple of them were played by Hammer Films veterans Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee. Come on, guys. You know this. Well, of course we do, Jessica. Just like Mickey Mouse and Captain Jack Sparrow, they're all now Disney characters. Hello, I'm Tracy of the Disney Indiana Podcast, and my co-host Scott and I enjoy talking about all aspects of the House of Mouse, and that includes their newest properties, Marvel and LucasArts. We also talk about Disney resorts, the cruise line, theme parks, and whatever else Mickey has to offer. Which includes movies, Imagineering, video games, and collectibles. You'll never know what we'll decide to talk about. So check us out at www.disneyindiana.com or do a search for the Disney Indiana Podcast on iTunes. Because now we've got a lot more to talk about. And don't forget about those other quote-unquote Disney characters like, well, Sully. Fozzie Bear. Buzz Lightyear. Link Hogthrob. Doug. Janice. Merida. Pepe. Bruce. Ralph the Dog. Wally. The Disney Indiana Podcast. Even after five years, we're still miles away from the nearest Main Street, USA. We're not listed on the map, but you can join us at www.disneyindiana.com. Hello, Christopher. What insanity are you up to today? Oh, hey, Lydia. I'm downloading some movies. What? (laughs) People are always telling me that's illegal. Uh Uh-uh, not these. They're all public domain. Oh, look, Rescue from Gilligan's Island. Let me see what you're doing. 
Oh, you're at archive.org. Well, they have thousands of films, TV shows, commercials, radio shows, and books available. Yeah, but there are so many. I wish there was a podcast or something that would discuss these things. You know, give us an idea of what's worth the time. Um, Christopher, there is. We do one. <laughs> oh, that's right. We host Orphan Entertainment. Once a month, we pick something from archive.org and review and discuss it. <laughs> that sure is nice of us. <laughs> sure. Why don't you click over to orphan-entertainment.jonja.net and remind yourself a little more about the show. <laughs> Will do. So let's see. That's orphan-entertainment.jonja.net. Hey, can we review the Gilligan's Island movie sometime? Mm-hmm. We'll see, Christopher. We'll see. gentlemen, science has agreed that unless something is done and done quickly, man as the dominant species of life on Earth would be extinct within a year. States, stay in your homes, I repeat, stay in your homes. Your personal safety, the safety of the entire city, depends upon your full cooperation with the military authorities. Yes, cities, nations, even civilization itself, threatened with annihilation, because in one moment of history-making violence, nature, mad, rampant, wrought its most awesome creation, for born in that swirling inferno of radioactive dust, were things so horrible, so terrifying, so hideous, there is no word to describe them. We may be witnesses to a biblical prophecy come true, and thus will be destruction and darkness come up in creation, and the beasts shall reign over the earth. Yes, the earth, the skies above and the seas below, Infested by swarms of nightmare creatures, crueler, deadlier than the armored giants of prehistoric eras. Here is a wild, headlong flight into terror as the desert erupts with the grim battle for survival. Here is a fear-frenzied moment of suspense as mankind totters before a thing that multiplies faster than it can be killed. Here is a desperate plunge into the black depths of the earth where human courage challenges the brute force, the slashing jaws, the poison fangs that guard the subterranean nest where the beast spawns its terrible progeny. To all units, to all units, condition red, grain 267 is the target area. Repeat, condition red, grain 267 is the target area. In case you can't tell, that's the first movie on our list. This is in the number 
10 slot. This is the movie Them from 1954. Giant ants. How can you go wrong with giant ants? You can't go wrong with giant ants. I dare you to go wrong with giant ants, and I dare you to go wrong with Them, directed by Gordon Douglas, and it's easily one of, if not the best giant bug movie of the 50s, of all time, really. Them is number 10 on our list. Now, number nine is where we had our only tie in our top 10 list. And the first one, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you because there's not a trailer to play. The movie is Nosferatu, a symphony of horror. We're talking about the original silent 1922 film, the monster being Count Orlock. I think most people know the story behind Nosferatu. It's kind of an unauthorized adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula. They just changed enough names to think they could get away with putting the film out there without dealing with paying Stoker's estate, Stoker's widow, for the rights to make an adaptation of Dracula. Well, that didn't sit well. There are all sorts of lawsuits and you know, the rumor was that most copies of Nosferatu were destroyed, ordered destroyed by the courts. Fortunately, the film still exists, and it looks awesome on Blu-ray. There's a couple of Blu-ray releases that just came out last year. One here in the States, one over in the UK. Both look gorgeous. Although one in the UK, I like a little bit better because it's got more stuff on it, more special features. But it's a great film, and it's a great pick for number nine, alongside the monster from this film. Dave! Doc Hallen's been killed. Doc Hallen? What happened? It's over at his place. you got to come now. Oh, wait a minute, Steve. Tell us what happened. Well, I'm trying to tell you. Now, this thing had killed the doc. Well, what was it? Stop with it, kid. But it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a mass that keeps getting bigger and bigger. It... Every one of you watching this screen, look out. Because soon, very soon, the most horrifying monster menace ever conceived will be oozing into this theater. Teenagers see it first, like a falling star from outer space. Boy, that was close. Hey, come on, I want to see if I can find it. An old man finds it, touches it, and this is the shocking result. From then on, there's no stopping the blob as it spreads from town to town. It's indestructible. It's indescribable. Nothing can stop it. This town is in danger. How can it be stopped? Mob hysteria sweeps one city. Before long, the nation, and then the world could fall before the blood-curdling threat of the Bob. Starring Steve McQueen and a cast of exciting young people. talking about The Blob from the movie The Blob from 1958, the only Paramount film to appear on this list starring kind of sort of young looking Steve McQueen in a movie with an awesome soundtrack. I love that opening song. It just gets stuck in your head. You just can't stuck in your head right now, right? Right. Sorry. Why don't we see if the next movie can purge that song from being on auto repeat in your brain? Death, eternal punishment, for 
anyone who opens this casket. The mummy. Is it dead or alive? Human or inhuman? You'll know. You'll see. You'll feel the awful, creeping, crawling terror that stands your hair on end and brings a scream to your lips. There's nothing on earth like the mummy. You will not remember what I show you now, and yet I shall awaken memories of love and crime and death. Now I know his horrible plan. He is going to kill her and make her a living mummy like himself. The Boris Karloff Mummy, Imhotep, from the Universal film 1932's The Mummy, the first time Universal appears on our top ten list, but not the only time. I was speaking with Ray Jelinek. He's been on the show repeatedly in the past, mostly at the crashes, and then also talked about Inframan. He just watched The Mummy for the first time not too long ago, and it made quite the impression on him. I think people going into The Mummy, at least the Boris Karloff Mummy, may not know what to expect if they just assume you're going to see a guy in bandages walking around with his arms in front of him. This movie's got a lot more going for it, a lot more depth, a lot more pathos, a lot more characterization, character development, and... Man, Karloff is definitely king in this film. That was our number eight slot. Our number seven slot. The only time Hammer appears in the top ten list. What do you think of this? This is the story of Dracula, a creature who destroys all whom he touches. Dracula the terrifying, the feared, who sleeps in the tombs of the dead by day and arises at night to inflict his terror upon the innocent and the unsuspecting. You must help me. You must. You're my only hope. You must. I'll help you. I promise. try and understand. This is not Lucy, the sister you loved. It's only a shell, possessed and corrupted by the evil of Dracula. How do you destroy a fiend who has so far proven himself indestructible? Those who come to end his reign of terror stay to become his victims. Castle Dracula is summoned here in Klausenberg. Will you tell me how I get there? You ordered a meal, sir. As an innkeeper, it's my duty to serve you. When you've eaten, I ask you to go and leave us in peace. This is the doctor who dares to challenge the vampire Dracula. This is the anguished man who fears for the lives of his beloved, the girl who is his sister, and the one that is his wife. Dracula, the bedeviled master of all that is evil. You know, Rick Myers commented on Christopher Lee's portrayal as Count Dracula when he called in in episode number 99. Lee as Dracula, monstrous, 
gothic, a little bit sexy, animalistic, scary, that hissing man. He's just really good and makes horror of Dracula an amazing Hammer film, an amazing example of what Hammer was doing at the time, and it definitely belongs on our top ten list here at Monster Kid Radio. Number six is a vampire of another stripe. I am Dracula. A moment ago, I stumbled upon a most amazing phenomenon. Something so incredible, I mistrust my own judgment. Look. Dracula. The very mention of the name brings to mind things so evil, so fantastic, so degrading. You wonder if it isn't all a dream, a nightmare. Rats. 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 Thousands. Millions of them. But no, this is no dream. This is Dracula. The original terrifying story of a maniac... And a man who lived after death, lived on human blood, took the form of a vampire bat, and lured innocent girls to a fate truly worse than death. Dracula? Oh, what, what's he done to you today? Tell me. He came to me. He opened a thing in his arms, and he made me drink. My man, Bela Lugosi, from Universal's Dracula, from 1931. The first talking Universal horror picture. Yeah, Universal had done horror movies up until this point, but Dracula's really the one that started it all. Started off the Universal monster cycle proper. I don't give a damn what Bauhaus says. As far as Monster Kid Radio is concerned, Bela Lugosi still lives. That was our number six slot, down to number five. Wonderful, the stuff for which movies were made. Adventure, to make you wonder if it's true, while your eyes convince you that it is. Truly, the thrill of thrills. Don't miss it this time. King Kong, the king of them all. The only time RKO appears on the top ten list. King Kong, clearly one of, if not the, well, okay, one of the kings of monster cinema. Definitely belongs here. As does our number four pick. And this number four pick 
was referenced by at least one person who howled in a voicemail in episode number 99. Bitten by a werewolf and lives, becomes a werewolf himself. Oh, don't hand me that. You're just wasting your time. The wolf bit you, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. You wouldn't want to run away with a murderer, would you? Oh, Larry, you're not. You know you're not. I killed Bela. I killed Richardson. If I stay here any longer, you can't tell who'll be next. We're going back to Universal with Larry Talbot as the Wolfman from 1941's The Wolfman. You know, it took him 10 years, but Universal finished off their holy trinity of Universal monsters when they added Larry Talbot's The Wolfman to Dracula and Frankenstein to their monster stable. Lon Chaney Jr.'s performance as Larry Talbot, not just as the Wolfman, but as Larry Talbot, sells this character hands down. Definitely deserves to be looked at as a serious actor, not just a guy in monster makeup. Although the monster makeup is pretty cool. Now the next monster on our list, the number four slot. Not a lot of monster makeup. There's a monster costume. ゴジラに光を誰一人として見ていない。日本だけに現れた貴重な研究資料。しかし先生、だからといってあの凶暴な怪物をあのまま仏に行きません。今では
海兵器を装備し続々を出動する陸海空の精鋭ゴジラの恐怖から脱出する難民の群れ全能力を挙げた空前のスペクタクルゴジラ本年最大の話題作ゴジラ I don't speak Japanese but I'm pretty sure that at least once in that trailer the Japanese narrator said the word Godzilla Godzilla is our number three pick only time Toho appears on our top ten list the original Godzilla premiered in 1954, and it is just as an effective, moving, epic movie now as it was then. There's a reason why there have been 28, maybe is it now 29, over 20 films featuring the big green guy, even though he was black and white in the first two films. There's a reason why this character, this monster, has persisted. He can do so much with him. He's a terrifying beast. He's a monster. He's out to crush and destroy everything. Or he's humanity's savior. Or a little bit of both. And yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go on record and say that I really enjoyed the new Godzilla movie. And we wouldn't have had that one without the 1954 film, the number three slot on our list. Now, on our list, we've had RKO, we've had Paramount, we've had Hammer, we've had Toho, and now we're going to get back to Universal because that's the studio that knew how to do it right. And the number two monster on the top ten list here, well, you're going to recognize it as soon as you hear the music in this trailer. couldn't explain it, but there it was, alive, in the deep, deep waters of the Amazon, a throwback to a creature that had existed a hundred million years ago, immensely strong and destructive. A woman's beauty, the bait that brought it out of its lair. See underwater thrills never photographed before. See titanic underwater battles never dreamed of before, in this most terrifying of the science fiction adventures. Also from 1954, we're talking about The Gill Man. The Gill Man would appear in two other films and then some TV things as well. But the first film, hands down, definitely a classic. Definitely, I mean, well, y'all know it's my favorite film of all time. If this was just a top 100 list of my personal favorite movie monsters, The Gill Man would have been at the number one slot. Most of you decided it was your number one pick as well, but one movie edged it out.
When this dead hand moves, the monster created by a man they called Mad is turned loose to strike terror into the hearts of men. <laughs> to shock women into uncontrolled hysteria. Elizabeth! To prey upon the innocence of children. This is the story you've heard about, talked about. The spine-tingling, blood-chilling story that stuns your emotions. Frankenstein! Don't touch that! And we shouldn't be surprised that Frankenstein's monster from the first Frankenstein film, also from 1931, hits our number one spot. Boris Karloff breathed so much life into this character, and it's cool to see Karloff make this list twice. He was a versatile actor, and while he may have been saddled with some typecasting regarding the monster thing, he brings so much life and humanity and pathos and compassion and, dare I say, love to what he did under that Jack Pierce makeup. He played the monster three times on film and then a few other times for some other things. He donned it once for a charity celebrity baseball game. Then he would play other characters named Frankenstein and other Frankenstein films. And hell, would appear in another Universal Frankenstein film as a completely different character altogether. But if it wasn't for his work as Frankenstein's monster in the first Frankenstein, well, we just wouldn't have Monster Kid dumb as it is today. He speaks to us all because he's got that childlike wonder. He's innocent. He didn't ask to be brought into the world. He didn't ask to be brought here. He didn't ask to be an outcast. And he dealt with it the best way he possibly could. And I think that's why so many people identify with Frankenstein's monster and why he is number one on our list. I want to thank everybody again, and I know I've been very thankful this week on Monster Kid Radio, but I want to thank everybody for participating in this poll. And tell you what, let's make a thing of it. For episodes number 199 and 200, we're going to revisit this, because let's be honest, guys and girls, you asked me what my favorite top 10 movies are today, and then ask me again tomorrow, and with a few exceptions, like Creature being at the top, my list is probably going to change. And I think that holds true for a lot of you guys and gals as well. So we'll revisit this in 100 episodes. In the meantime, like I said, we'll make sure the results of this are available over at monsterkidradio.net and the Facebook group. Stay tuned. We'll make sure that goes up probably sometime this weekend, depending on how things go here at Monster Kid Radio Central. All right. I know a number of you guys and gals have been waiting for this moment. We're going to go ahead and draw a name out of the Magic Lovecraft hat and announce who's going to get that three movie prize pack. Got a number of entries here. Let's see. All right, here we go. The winner of the prize pack is Billy D. And uh, this was a completely random drawing. You did not win just because you put the Gill Man from Creature from the Black Lagoon in your top slot as your number one movie monster of all time. Billy, I'm going to make it a point to get a hold of you by email so I can get your mailing address so I can send you these movies. If you don't hear from me right away or our email gets hung up in a spam folder somewhere, email me at monsterkidradio at gmail.com. In fact, listeners, if anybody has any feedback for the show about this list or anything else we've ever talked about here on Monster Kid Radio, going back 100 episodes, feel free to email me at monsterkidradio at gmail.com or call us and leave us a voicemail. Again, that number is 503 
503-479-5MKR. That's 503-479-5657. I'm excited for episode number 101 and 102. Next week, we're taking a look at the giant Gila monster. I've got Scott Morris lined up to join us on the show next week to talk about this movie. This is a particular favorite of his. I'm excited to talk about it. I just started watching it again for the first time in many years. In fact, I don't know if I've ever sat down to watch it from start to finish in one sitting. I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing. I can't wait to talk about this movie with Scott. Now, Scott's my co-host over at 1951 Down Place, the monthly podcast, which is your home of Hammer Films discussion. He's also the co-host of the Disney Indiana podcast with his wife, Tracy. Scott and Tracy are getting ready to celebrate six years of Disney Indiana podcasting. So early congratulations to my favorite podcasters who happen to wear Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse ears while they put together a show. So Scott's going to be here next week for that. And then we've got a few other things lined up, some returning guests, some new guests. I'm excited to see what the next 100 episodes of Monster Kid Radio bring. I hope you guys and gals are along for the ride. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. And thank you for your reviews in the iTunes store. Remember, as I've mentioned more than once in this episode and over the past 100 episodes, The Creature from the Black Lagoon is my favorite film of all time. And I want to launch a special Creature from the Black Lagoon spinoff show. In order to do that, I'm challenging you to give us an honest review in the iTunes store. We've been stuck at 42 reviews in the iTunes store. Once we hit 50 reviews, honest reviews, we're going to go ahead and launch that special Creature from the Black Lagoon spinoff show. So if you're an iTunes user, you know what to do. Also, if you're looking for something to do this Saturday, that's May 24th, I'm going to be appearing on the radio show for the Creepy Castle. Head over to creepycastle.com, and that's creepy with a K, castle with a K, and learn all you need to know about the Creepy Castle. It's an online streaming TV station showing nothing but horror-hosted programming. And once a week, on the weekends, they do a show on Blog Talk Radio. It takes place at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you have to do a little bit of math if you're not in the Eastern Time Zone to figure out when I'm going to be on. You can listen to it live, you can call in live, and participate in the chat room live with me and Dale Kay and Halloween Jack and anybody else who happens to call in. I'm excited. I've been a fan of what they do over at the Creepy Castle, well, since they launched it. And I've been listening to the show from day one. So I'm excited. Now, if you are not able to listen live, it does go out as a separate podcast as well. Again, all that can be found over at Creepy Castle. That's creepy with a K, castle with a K, creepycastle.com. If you're a user of Facebook or Twitter, Yes, we do have a Monster Kid Radio Twitter. It's twitter.com slash monsterkidradio. I will post there just as I'm about to go on the podcast. That was also nominated in the Best Multimedia or Podcast category in the Rondo Hatton Classic Horror Film Awards. They also received an honorable mention, and they deserved it. So I'm excited for that. Monster Kid Radio is a registered service mark of Monster Kid Radio, LLC. All original content of Monster Kid Radio by Monster Kid Radio, LLC is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. Of course, that does not apply to the song, She Left Her Brain at the Drive-In. That song belongs to the band The Phantomatics, and it appears on this episode of Monster Kid Radio with their permission. You can find it on the album, She Left Her Brain at the Drive-In, over at their website, thephantomatics.bandcamp.com. Talk to everybody next week. (laughs) 